We on the Michael Bless Day, y'all. We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Who am I? Just a girl, them sugar. All right, here I know. Oh na 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 na. Oh na 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 na. Hey, Simsima, who got the keys to my bimma? Who am I? The girls, them sugar. We're back with the glass ceiling, damn it. Go ahead, bring that down, DJ. Yes, we're back, damn it. We're back. Love it here, love it here, love it here. Welcome back to the glass ceiling. I'm your host, Bless Dre, of course. And it's an honor, privilege, say it with me, and another honor for y'all to be here today, damn it. I love it here, I love it here, I love it here. Missed y'all last week, of course, but we back this week. Better than ever, obviously. And let's get right into it. News in the sports world this week. Shout out to Aja Wilson. Oh, excuse me, Aja Wilson and the Las Vegas Aces on being crowned the 2022 WNBA champions. Whee! Shout out to them. We're going to start putting some respect on the WNBA's name. I fucking promise you. Because there are some ballers in there. Shout out to them. Anyway, uh, Auburn. You guys know I'm an Auburn fan. I'm going there next week, damn, this week coming, damn it. And uh, I wish they would embarrass me in front of LSU. I haven't been there since I was seven, ladies and gentlemen. Keep in mind. Keep in mind I've been an Auburn fan since I was five years old. I know you guys watched that Missouri game. I couldn't even believe what the fuck I was watching. Honestly, really. And I was at work still watching it. You can't make this shit up. But anyway, I have faith. I have faith on their good luck charm and we'll come up with the dub against LSU next week, but I'm just wishful thinking. Anyway, Zion is in shape, ladies and gentlemen. It was on this show last season. I'm on Zion's ass about him being out of shape because what the fuck are you doing? I mean, I know it's one thing to just be sitting on the couch and you're going to put on some weight and somewhat, some forth, but don't tell me he wasn't brutally out of weight last season. Don't tell me that. But um, he's in shape now. My dog looks swole. It looks like he, he just came out of Duke, ladies and gentlemen. That's the last part uh, at uh, Pelicans Media Day. My dog looked like he just came out of Duke. Just came out of the gym workout type, okay? Zion Williamson and the fucking Pelicans, ladies and gentlemen. Watch out. Watch out. But we'll get into that. Maybe we have some sleepers in NBA talk or maybe not. I don't know. But we'll be back after a quick dirty 30. We'll be back. Beanie Man, go ahead and take me out the rest of the way. Alec the Goat. Car coming back on the show. You know I have to have my boy back on. But we'll be back. We'll be back. We'll be back. Quick little dirty 30. We'll be back. Until she, I can't believe today my friend them tell me that she flee. I don't believe he's angry. 
angry and I don't believe his grief. I don't believe his Susan or the other girls I greet. Love for me, she has that is the only thing I need. I don't intend right now just to lose my main squeeze. Oh, Guantanamela, you And we're back. We're back. We're back. Big dance hall vibe today, man. Big dance hall vibe today. I'm going to keep it. We got to stay with the culture, damn it. We got to stay with the culture. And you know your boys from that Caribbeans, obviously. But anyway, uh, we're back. We're back. We're back. And I'm back with my boy, Alec the Goat. He's back. Obviously, everyone's favorite guest. Alec, let him know how you feeling. What's good? Good morning, man. Great to be here. Love being here. Always going to be here. Yeah. There he is. There. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to get straight into it. Let's not beat around the bush, shall we? Because it's that time. It's that time. It's that time. Bring it in. NFL Talk. NFL Talk. NFL Talk. You got to love it. You got to love it, Alec. And this week, Alec, first of all, we're going to start NFL Talk with our takeaways from week three of the NFL. Biggest takeaways. Your biggest takeaways. Go ahead and lead it off. Biggest takeaways for you, Alec. I got a couple because I honestly feel like they're a really good team. They just mm. have to put it together. But one thing I noticed, the Raiders can't finish. Mm. Just, they simply can't finish. All three games, they've lost by six points or less. Can't deny it. That's the problem. And the main thing has been turnovers, especially turnovers in key moments. You know, sometimes bad decisions, but even drops that turn into turnovers and a couple fumbles, too. So even though they're sitting at 0-3, they can easily be 3-0 and or 2-1 and or 1-2, and just simply finishing games. Touche. Personally. Okay. That was your biggest takeaway? Okay, the Raiders can't finish. Facts. Because damn sure the Raiders were supposed to be a little Super Bowl fi- a little Super Bowl contenders this year, right? Okay, they're 0-3. They can still turn it around. My biggest takeaway, Alec. Lamar Jackson. Holy <laughs> shit. Ladies and gentlemen, if you ever want to talk about proving your haters and or doubters wrong, you just literally put a picture of Lamar Jackson up on your wall. Holy shit. This man right here. First in touchdowns. First in QBRs. Oh, he can't throw? Fuck out of here. First in fucking, uh, uh, oh, f- fourth in total rushing touchdowns. I mean, what more do you want from him? But because... But because he wants his money guaranteed, that's where we have a problem. Okay. So I'm I'm glad the Baltimore Ravens did it. Because, ladies and gentlemen, another big takeaway is if you think that deadline wasn't dead-ass serious, you must have never met a man from Broward. You must have never met a man from South Florida if you think he's just putting out deadlines for shits and giggles, okay? This man is dead-ass serious. And I pray to God that the Ravens know that he's quick, fast, in a hurry out of there. He's out of there. I promise to God he's out of there. But that was my biggest takeaway, um, Alec. Lamar, I mean, fuck, what more do they want from my dog? Was it, you have anything to say about that? What more do they want? I mean, they got them, what, two? They're 2-1 and one right now. The only mm-hmm. loss was to the Dolphins. I mean, he can't they play defense. The 38 points, you know. Losing 42-38, can you really blame your offense for losing a game like that? I mean, 38 points should beat anybody, no matter what level uh, field you on. You know, high school. I'm telling you. Four pros. I'm you telling know, you. know, what, 63.6%, 249 yards per game, 10 touchdowns, 20 I mean, what are we talking about? I mean, like, what are we talking about, right? What are we even talking about? 
But anyway, averaging yards a game. I thank God for the Ravens because I pray to God I see him in the Bucks uniform next year. Anyway, sleepers, Allie. Personally, I'm just because I have the same because I have the same sleeper. I'm gonna keep it right. I went through all these teams, ladies and gentlemen. I was like, let me see. Who do I trust down the line to still be neck and neck, still be there, still be competitive, still be intact? Every single year, it's the Baltimore Ravens. And the only thing that stops the Baltimore Ravens is literally injuries or lack of receivers. Somehow, Lamar Jackson has gotten his receivers to catch the ball. Not only catch the ball, but get separation. I mean, fuck. But not only that, this man is putting the ball there. <laughs> I am talking about, they want to talk about Herbert and all these tough. Oh, he's tough. He can throw the ball really far. Okay. Give me Lamar Jackson, damn it. But anyway, the Baltimore Ravens, in my opinion, I can see them being in the Super Bowl. I can see them being down. If they get that defense, and it's the Ravens, so defense is what they're known for, you know? So if they can get the defense just secure and tight, I, I expect the Baltimore Ravens to be in the mix later down the road. But go ahead, Alec. Go ahead. Because you went AFC. Shout out to the Detroit Lions, AFC. too, by the way. Shout out to the Detroit Lions. But go ahead. Hey, hey I was going to talk about them as like part of – I was thinking debating on them being a part of my takeaways. Shout out to but, I, hey, and honestly, I, the reason I say I'm glad you say AFC because yes. it's like I was considering saying Jacks. But because you mm. talk AFC, I'm going to go NFC. Mm. My sleeper out the NFC – it's them boys out of Philly. Fly mm. Eagles fly. Look, I, it sounds crazy, but in the NFC that's that's been that's shaky right now and seem up for grabs, they can do it. They're first in total offense, third in passing yards a game, seventh in rushing, they fifth in yards allowed, mm. first in total sacks and top of third and turnover differential. If they stay consistent, I don't know. They could they could make a push. Like, no, the main no. thing they were saying, they was like, Philly, all Philly had last year was a run game and no receivers. They just had Devontae. I don't, it's looking different now. You know, they brought in A.J. Brown. Mm. Hey, he's a great plan with Devonta Smith. Hey, they looking good out there. And tell me Jalen Hurts. Again, oh, he can't throw the ball, blase, blase. Tell me Jalen Hurts isn't putting the ball there. He tell putting me it where Jalen Hurts is not putting it there, ladies and gentlemen. Put some Every respect second. on my dog's name, damn it. It's sickening. But anyway, Alec, we'll be back. We're going to take a quick, dirty, little, dirty. Fly, Eagles, fly. Fly, Eagles, fly. We're going to take a quick, little, dirty, dirty. We'll be back. We'll be back. We'll be back. Uh, go ahead and take me out there. We on this uh, We on this little vibe today, Alec. Check me out. We on this little vibe today. We'll be back. Yada for him, kick up. Rock wine, sing, sing, a ling sing, silent swing, sing, DJ is stuck up in the boom redding, sing, ling a ling sing, gold bell a ring, sing, fan fuck a fine for dumpling, booyaka booyaka for shabba ranking, shabba rocks disappear with your another man chin to, them are the done to the beast, we have the key, put the done to the key and turn them in a donkey, yes, them are the done to the beast, we have the key. I don't know why that was so hard, but it did, we back, we back. Oh my gosh, I'm, I'm telling you on that vibe, shout out to that vibe, blah, blah. but anyway, we back, we back, time to go crazy for one time, for the one time, go ahead and bring it in for me, Mr. Organist. NBA Talk, 
NBA talk. NBA talk. I love you here. I love you here. I love you here. Cut it. And we back. We back. We back. Alec, see, it's obviously uh, this week was media days for a lot of NBA teams. You got to love to see it. The NBA starts up this month. Oh, excuse me. Ne- next month. This month, Saturday. But next month. Coming out, we're going to go to the Ime Doka situation, okay, ladies and gentlemen? I'm not, I understand. I know you want to hear from that. <laughs> I know you want to hear from that, but I, we're going to lead off. We're going to lead off with the Atlanta Hawks. Because the Atlanta Hawks, okay, I was really hearing Trey Young talk about what could happen with him and DeJounte Murray in the backcourt. I already know what could happen, okay? That's, that's very dangerous backcourt. Get what I'm saying. But hearing the fire which is Trey Young, keep in mind. So it's already a fire lit in him. Hearing the fire in Trey Young, I'm not going to lie. The Atlanta Hawks could do something in the East this year. And ladies and gentlemen, I was on the show two weeks ago. I said to Matt, hey, the Bucks are my pick to eat, get, come out the East. Because albeit Chris Middleton uh, doesn't get injured last year, who fucking knows? But anyway, uh, me personally, Atlanta for me, Alec, I like the big three they have. Obviously, they need a little bit more depth on the bench. Could be fixed during the season. Hell, we don't know what the bench could produce. Who knows? But personally, I think they're a little they're Eastern Conference material, in my opinion. If the it just depends how the big three works. It just depends how who's gonna have the ball in their hands more. But personally, I think the ATF Hawks. Okay, I believe in them, boys, to go to the Eastern Conference Finals. How about you? actually see them doing it you know Mm. i mean they're only what two years removed from making it even though last year yes they was ninth in the east but they finished eighth you know they made the plan but this is the thing that stuck out and people got to realize they were six in points per games but second in offensive rating they gonna score the ball Mm. but the downside was they was 21st in allowed points per game that's the problem they averaged one thirteen point nine, and it was and it was letting people score one twelve. Common NBA. You and dog fights all game. Yeah, you know, they're very great offense, but like they said, they're trying to address the you know the defensive liability concerns, especially with Trey Young. Even though he's their star, mm. he is just a revolving door of defense, and it showed in big moments. Mm. You know, a lot of teams like it, it was like almost what they did with Steph Curry is like let's attack him until they show us he can stop us. Right until he showed he's a viable defender. We gonna go at him. Damn and that's sure what it took going. Steph Curry about a few, <laughs> damn near a decade to get right as a defender. You know, but I mean, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Is like they got to show that commitment to the defensive side of the ball. Now mm. I will say they do have some solid depth, but once you get out of like those first seven, eight guys, is this kind of drop off? But my biggest thing with them, I don't feel like they have bigs. They're real guard, forward heavy. Mm. You know, and that's you know I get the small ball in NBA, but down that stretch, sometimes you need a big. You know, right. I love I love John Collins, but I know they're trying to bring in a Kong, you know, get him going, but I don't know. I still feel like they need one more solid big, especially like a defensive big at that, or right. at least a solid rebounder to fully round them out. You know, they got a real good team, but it's just, they're just trying to, it seems like they're trying to say, look, we're going to outscore you, and if you can't keep up, oh well. But then it's like, if they have a bad shooting game, you see the flip side of that. Yep. You know, yep. so it's like they, they can't be now. Don't get me wrong, they had a potential to do it, especially the offensive power. 
mm. as a whole team. Like, if you look at most of their main scores, like their main shooters, a lot of them shooting like over 35% from three. Okay. That is deadly for a team. I'm telling you. So it's just when you have those numbers, it's like that it's spread out and that you know it's like, yo, you can't leave us open. What else? Somebody going to hit. It's Somebody. just a matter of, okay, now can y'all put that same emphasis mm. on the defensive side of the ball? Well, let me, ask we'll you, see. let me ask you this real quick. This is off subject for a little bit, but who do you think is coming out the East? If you had to put, if you had to, if you were a betting man, <laughs> if you were a betting man. If I'm a betting man, betting man, I can't, I can't refute a fully healthy Bucks team. Mm. It, it's crazy because it's like, you don't want to give them that same effect, especially kind of like how LeBron had when he was in the East. But right I'm now, you. Giannis looking like that guy, like, I'm, I'm just coming in the East until somebody stopped me. I'm t- and that's all I had to hear. Anyway, moving forward, look, somebody has to stop Ime Udoka. Well, the Boston Celtics did. Look, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, before, okay, listen, okay. When I first heard the news, Ime Udoka, right, that the Boston Celtics are considering suspending him one, Okay. This was before they said a year-long suspension. This is just, like, suspension. Okay, he had an affair. I shrugged my shoulders. Okay, so then they say they're coming out with a year-long suspension. I get kind of mad because there's other things going on in the sports world that no one wants to give a fuck to talk about. Don't worry, we'll get into it on Justice Hour, but that no one wants to give a fuck to talk about. But... For some reason, this man having an affair, oh, fuck, this is just headlines. I'm pretty sure I saw it on ABC News, ladies and gentlemen. What the fuck? I mean, literally. Now, the Boston Celtics, another thing I'm going to attack, Alec, and I want you just, you you come into your thoughts, obviously, but another thing I'm going to attack, the Boston Celtics say, this is a, a, a violation of team rules, Okay. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not going to say this is the Boston Celtics, but I have a few cases where I know coaches dating their bosses, not only their bosses, their their fellow uh, coaches on the bench, their fucking uh, players, uh, oh, their players, uh, 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 whatever, whatever, uh, ex-girlfriends and shit, but that's not a violation. That's not a toxic work environment. I literally watched Phil Jackson date Jeannie Butts for how long? And niggas are going to talk. Oh, anyway, my point is, ladies and gentlemen, we have to be very careful what the fuck we call news or breaking or whatever the fuck. Ladies and gentlemen, this man had an affair, and if it wasn't for who it was on, some would say it wouldn't. Even, they wouldn't even have blinked. If it wasn't for his spouse being Nia Long, some would say, who the fuck cares? But anyway, that's just my thought, Alec. I'm not saying, but oh, let me be clear. Hey, babe, I'm not saying cheating's right. My girlfriend's back there, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not saying cheating's right. I'm just saying there's a lot of people who do it, especially in the NBA world. Let's not act stupid. Next, go ahead, Alec. Go ahead. And I'll say the worst part about it is like the more I read about it. It was how they handled the situation as the Celtics. They said it came out of nowhere, even to the point the players didn't even know what was going on. They talk about something they found out on social media like the rest of the world. And then the fact, yes, it did come out wrong and improper that, you know, he did cheat. But it's talking about we got all these different 
first it was reported that it was a consensual relationship. Now it seems like they're backtracking because people are starting to get on the Celtics. Like, why are you firing this man? Over consensual, over consensual relationship with another staff member who also knew the issue. So it's like, if you're going to bring judgment on him, why haven't we heard about your judgment of the other staff member as well? If we like, you know, if you want to, <laughs> if you want to play favorites, might as well just cut them both out. But then also it's just, it's abrupt. It was almost without even finishing their investigation, they went out and was just suspended. That's another thing. So it's like, they say they hired a law firm to conduct the investigation, but before the investigation is done, it's just already out. Like, yeah, we need done for the season. It's just, and like, like people saying, it's just a lot of confusion going around because nobody knows what really happened. Uh, it, it's My just thing crazy. is, he, must have wrong, he had to rub the wrong person the wrong way. Look, And that's the only thing it seems like. Yeah, Alec, I'm not going to lie to you. People are saying it has to be somebody's wife, right? And I pray to God it is. I'm not saying, like, that is a good thing. I'm saying that's the only logical explanation for firing, for, excuse me, suspending someone for a whole year that just took you to the finals. There's just no, 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 you're not telling me him having an affair is literally affecting his job after they just went to the finals. After they couldn't get there for how long? After we were questioning Brad Stevens for how long? You're not telling me that. That better be someone's wife. And they better have been dealt with too. And another thing for the Boston Celtics going forward, please don't get mad at people for assuming if you don't put all the facts out. Please don't get mad at people, uh, social media especially, please don't get mad at Matt Barnes or shit like that when he's just literally going off of what we have. If they're saying the relationship is consensual, damn right. What the fuck is he being suspended for a year? Think about these type of things, ladies and gentlemen, because it damn sure wouldn't happen to some other people. Just saying. Anyway, save, uh, we'll be back. We'll be back. We'll be back. Justice Hour is going to join me for that because Brett Favre, <laughs> your ass is on the clock, damn it. We'll be back. We'll be back. Quick little dirty 30. We'll be back. Coming back with the vibe, Alex. Don't damn sure about to take some action because a lot of people like me that look like me need some damn justice we're back with justice hour obviously time to get a little cereal but time to also get on some people's ass starting with and it only it's only with brett Favre and the state of mississippi so for those of you who might not know the situation because apparently news organizations don't find this newsworthy i'll fill you in real quick brett Favre. Former NFL quarterback, former Green Bay Packer legend, former Minnesota Viking legend, former Gene commercial legend, Brett Favre, literally hit up the former governor of Mississippi, who shall not be named, you can look him up, 
Hit up the former governor of Mississippi. Text message receipts, ladies and gentlemen. Text message receipts between Brett Favre and this asswipe saying, hey, I need a little help with my daughter's volleyball uh, stadium. What can you do for me? Well, Brett, I have a perfect idea. We're the poorest state in the country, so why don't we take the money used for to aid poor people and we'll give that to your daughter as her volleyball stadium funding. How does that sound, Brett? You know what Brett replied? <laughs> I'm too old to go to jail. We got to do it on the books. I'm looking over here because there's a camera over here. But that's what he said, ladies and gentlemen. Text message receipts. And there's more. But that's just basically the gist. Brett Favre and the former governor of Mississippi stole money from the welfare funding of Mississippi. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know what you know about the state of Mississippi, but let me just fill you in. You know how they just made lynching illegal in the United States? There is only one state really refuting that, the state of Mississippi. You know how there was some states literally up and all about the Confederate statues being torn down and all that? There was really, I know there was a lot of southern states who had it, but there was really one state that said, mm, we just can't let that go. That was Mississippi. Do you know who literally just made a voting uh, last year to make lynching illegal, but it actually had like a little 50-50 voting type shit still? Mississippi. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm not calling Miss. hey, hey. Not calling anybody who lives in Mississippi an asswipe. But I'll just say, fuck. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> if you find yourself in Mississippi with skin color like this, some of you are not kinfolk, I know. But those who find themselves as kinfolk, I apologize. <laughs> I truly do. I'm sure it's a, a great state. I'm sure it is. But listen. What the fuck do we have going on? What the fuck do we have going on? And the, what, the wildest part about it is, ladies and gentlemen, it's not being talked about. Why? But, on the other hand, an affair was being talked about like, fuck. Why? Pause. Alec, go ahead. Thoughts and concerns. And it's wild because... Not only did he use it just for the volleyball team, it also says he worked to secure 2.1 million through a non through the nonprofit for a biotech startup. And they said, I and now they're trying to say, look, it was to start, it was for a financial benefit, and it was trying to start a program to treat concussions and find a medicine for it. But my issue is this. Brett Favre, who has made over $140 million in played earnings. We're not even counting endorsements. Oh. We're saying played. He played, and he made over $140. Now we're talking about his endorsements on top of that. Why are you stealing $8 million people from people who actually need it? You can literally use your own money and get it written off regardless. Why didn't he get a PPP loan? I mean, fuck. Something. What's just to support your business. <laughs> There's literally government aid for businesses to use their own money. But you said, no, I'm going to use this welfare money. I don't want to use I'm my money. 
And I'm going to take from people who actually need it. And the worst part is they're letting them get away with it. And it's crazy because two of the people who's been to my who were named have already pled guilty to fraud charges. But there's been nothing. But Brett Favre himself hasn't been charged with anything yet. Mm. And we have evidence and connect and legit connections with him taking part in this money and then benefit from it and also using it. So why? Like, what's the what's the hold up? And even though, ladies and gentlemen, those two people literally got plea deals. Okay, so they were able to literally get a whole plea deal without the fucking news getting even a a taste of it. You want to talk to me about justice, ladies and gentlemen, just fucking make it equal on all sides. Okay, I know that's never going to happen, obviously, but because we only make up 13 percent. But you have to really think about this shit, ladies and gentlemen. The way black people are viewed in the media is very asinine. Compared to fucking white, our white counterparts. Why? Or tell me an example, Dre. The Kardashians, biggest example I fucking know. You name me a black person that got famous off of a fucking uh, uh, a sex tape and turned it into a fucking uh, enterprise. With the money that they already had. Hold on. I like to add that part in there because they, they like to think they came from the gutter. Uh, you tell me a black person that's done that. I'll wait. You can't. Now, you also have those, uh, I know some of you are thinking, we also have those black celebrities, so we know they got uh, famous from fucking so-and-so and da 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 Yep, they sure did. But how do you view them? Do you view them as, as entrepreneurs? As women of empowerment? No, you fucking don't. Not even a little. So save that thought. Anyway, moving forward. When it comes to athletes, because I'm going to stay on this. When it comes to athletes in the media, Lamar Jackson, another example. All he can do is run. I'm still hearing that from people to this day. I just wanted to ask if they watched one game this year. I just wanted to ask if they watched one this year. Because there's no way in hell you're telling me the leader in passing touchdowns, and I'm not talking about just red zone passing touchdowns, bombs too. You're not telling me the leader in passing touchdowns and then the ant, the number one leader in QBR. You know they love their QBR, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, fuck. You know they'll go crazy over the QBR, even though it doesn't mean shit sometimes, but only to certain people. But anyway, you're not going to tell me the number one leader in QBR. And then the fourth uh, touchdown, uh, rushing touchdown leader. The fourth person in touchdowns and rushing is still just a running quarterback. You have to really read between the lines, ladies and gentlemen. They're spitting it out for you. They're literally spelling, hey, we're racist, and hey, we don't give a fuck. But they're doing it in a way where you have to really read between the lines. But if you're black, you live it every day. You don't have to necessarily read between the lines. They're basically blatantly telling you in front of your face. Anyway, we call those microaggressions, by the way. We call those aggressions. But anyway, anything else to say about this, what have you? And the worst part about it, Happened even before he even stepped a foot in the NFL. I'll never forget. I'll never forget. The year he won the Heisman. Mm. The year he won the Heisman. Boom. He put everybody on notice. Because he showed both his throwing and running ability. Right. The worst part about it was the year after he won the Heisman, he had even better passing stats. And nobody said a word about it. Not a damn thing. Over your head. And they still were saying he should switch positions when he come to the NFL. 
from the start, it was just already like, oh, yeah, he's athletic. He's real fast. Put him at receiver. <laughs> but I'm like, this man just won the Hazmat quarterback. Literally led Louisville to winning records. Louisville has not recovered since he's left. Mm. He literally, he, he was a one, almost at times, especially his last year, he was a one-man show. I think it was eight and four. I don't even know how they got to eight and four. Facts. If he wasn't on that team, they'd have been worse than that. Could it be close? Because he was truly willing them to victory at times. Yeah. He almost single-handedly at one point took down Clemson. If it wasn't for his receiver running out of bounds on fourth down and getting because the dude thought he got the first down already, he would have been in the national championship. And he would have silenced the haters even more. Because I feel like he could have won. Mm. But that's besides the point. Yeah. But even once he get in the NFL, he comes out. He then gets disrespected. And they put other quarterbacks above him. He the last one of the first round in a draft that he should have easily been top 10. I get it. You may not want to say, oh, top three or whatever, but he should have been top 10. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. He should have been top 10 in that draft. Boom. Still drop him down. You let him almost fall out the first round, playing with his money. And what he said, the Ravens going to get a dog. And what the Ravens do? After he done all he put his heart and soul into this team, still playing his face. He's still playing his face. Yep. This man has literally been showing you, like, I can do it. I can play the position at a high level. The only person that don't see it is the people that don't look like you and me. Mm-mm-mm. They're oblivious to it. Because if he was anybody else, if he was Josh Allen, I promise you right now, <laughs> he, he the GOAT right now. Mm. They barely want to give Pat Mahomes the GOAT thing. Nobody nice. reason Pat Mahomes again is because he likes him. Mm-hmm. With Curly Hill. Mm-mm. And even then, people still hating on him. Well, we don't know if his play style can last. He's always running out. But a lot of his times, even Pat Mahomes, he's making plays in the pocket. He even changed his game up, and people still be trying to hate on him. So it's like at a certain point, it just is like we can all like no matter how right we do, we're always going to do wrong in people's eyes. And that was a word, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, just just not just fuck. Just to piggyback off of that. Let's not, before we go, let's not forget the true, true culprit here. Brett Favre's still not in jail. Ex-governor of Mississippi still not in jail. Southern Miss still has a, vol- a new volleyball stadium off the face of, happens to be, <laughs> a lot of black Mississippians. Happens to be. Happens to be. Anyways, it, um, I, I appreciate you, my boy. Obviously, another blessing to have you here. Appreciate you. Anything you want to say before you go? Have you? Hey, man. Thanks for having me. Hey, I don't, just stay on the lookout for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Stay on the lookout for the Jacksonville Set Jaguars. Another sleeper, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, night. and not only that, it is sound crazy to say, but hey, once that Detroit Lions defense get mm, rolling, they are forced to be reckoned with. Detroit. I'm telling you, but stay back, stay back, stay back. But we'll be back. We'll be back with Karen of the Week. Alec, appreciate you, my boy. Love you. We'll be back after this dirty 30 year. I'm a wife of Philip, and for tell you the truth, me no press. Cause me girl from the side jokes the best. All when she ready, figure love and caress. 
And she had the bump on the chest Some other girl have expressed And now she may have been a menace Maybe they might have friend them a blow like a storm Come and look a lot of your friend in them a guan Them tell her run me regular run a beer farm Them sure say I'm me cause they know me care on and we're back. We're back. We're back. We're going. We're going. We're going. I love it here. I love it here. I love it here. Love it here. Damn it. Well, you know what time it is. You know what time it is. And you know she's probably around the corner telling me to calm down. Can't do it, Karen. Calm down. Won't do it, Karen. Calm down. And I should never, ever, 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 ever fucking do it, Karen. Now. Karen of the fucking week, you know I love it here. And you know this Karen of the week's a little special. Because it's another racist Karen that we get to put on blast, damn it. So, I'm obviously going to put the video up there so we can all watch together. But let's enjoy this beautiful, beautiful, hear me ladies and gentlemen, Karen of the week. So I'm just going to voice this shit over for you while they talk. You can still hear him in the background a little bit. Anyway, listen. So these t this beautiful couple, you know, they're just trying to get a little Uber ride like some of us do sometimes. We're just trying to get from point A to point B. Minding our own business, right? You know, being black. D-W-W-B. Driving while black. Anyway, so because they were driving, they weren't even driving. Because they were in the back seat while being black. <laughs> because they were in the back seat while being black. This Uber driver decided to make a quick try, I don't know why, to send these beautiful, this beautiful couple to jail. And she's going to sit, call the cops and say that they stole her chargers. Meanwhile, they literally have video of her putting it under her seat. Now, ladies and gentlemen, obviously you, you see the point where, where she's just get, she goes to jail. It's fucking hilarious, isn't it? Where she goes to jail. And they, not only that, but they get the charger. Even more funny. But ladies and gentlemen, big takeaway from this is, Karens, I'm coming for you. But not only that, not only that, if you're watching this, you need to come for Karens. If you're watching this, this could be you, ladies and gentlemen. You could be out on a nice little date. You could just be trying to get a little Uber, and you know the Karens will Karen. So how do you stop them? You have to, you have to talk with their, their language. You have to be abrupt with them as well. You have to, oh, you want to play that card. You want to see the black card. Well, I'll pull it out for you. That's what we have to do, ladies and gentlemen. And until they get the message, which it may not, and they may never get the message, but we'll never stop. Like Diddy said, we'll never, ever, ever. Can't stop, won't stop, won't do it. But anyway, Karen's, we're coming for you, my black fellow people. Please come for them. If you don't find yourself black and you find yourselves around Karen's, come for them regardless. But anyway, she's still probably going to tell me to Calm down. still won't do it. Calm down. Go to jail. Calm down. Never, ever, ever shall I do it. Karen! Now, bring in that organ for me, Mr. Organist. It's time to get up out of here. It's been a stressful day, isn't it? been a stressful day. But anyway, first of all, before I even get into this justice hour, as you hear the organist come in, before I even get into this justice hour... Shout out to everybody who has to deal with the hurricane, ladies and gentlemen. Obviously, my Floridians, I find myself in Orlando trying to make it out to Auburn this weekend. Shout out to Auburn. They're going to break my heart. I already know what's going to happen. They're going to break my heart, ladies and gentlemen. I know. But it's the aesthetic. Anyway, if you have to deal with the hurricane, shout out to you. Prayers up to you, obviously. Hope you're prepared. God 
will have his hand cover over you, obviously. If you don't believe in God, the universe will protect you. Anyway, moving forward. Adversity talk, adversity talk, adversity talk. Obviously, we have a storm coming, right, ladies and gentlemen? I talked about this uh, in my daily motivation. Y'all follow the glass ceiling on Instagram, obviously. But anyway, talked about this on my daily motivation the other week, the other day, but I want to bring it up again. If you're not prepared, you have no you have no reason, you have no one to blame but yourself. It's one thing, ladies and gentlemen, to just walk into a situation and you can't help that you're not prepared or something like that. But when it comes to your goals and dreams, trust and believe. You're not going to sit up here and tell me there's a reason for you not to be prepared. Storms coming, you prepare for it. You can feel a breakup coming, you prepare for it. If it's a fucking test, I guarantee you some of you prepare for it like it was World War III. You're prepared in almost everything, but except when it comes to your goals, you don't want to prepare. Imagine that. But anyway, ladies and gentlemen, take this week. No, no. Take this two weeks, three weeks, the life you need. I don't know how long it's going to take you. But take this time to prepare. Because once you get your shot, ladies and gentlemen, some of us only get one shot, only get one window, okay? Unfortunately. Some of us only get one shot, okay? And if you get your shot and you're not prepared, do not point to society. Do not point to the white man. Do not point to anybody else but yourself. Point blank, period. And you know I love me some fucking talking about some systemic racism. But when it comes to being simply prepared, who do you have to blame? Anyway, love it here, love it here, love it here. Go ahead, bring that down for me, Mr. Organist. I love it here, I love it here, I love it here. Thank you for joining me for another week. You already know what the vibe is, obviously. But we'll be back. We'll be back next week, obviously. I love y'all, I love y'all, I love y'all. Damn it, I love it here. We'll see y'all. Stay back. Stay blessed. Stay beautiful. We'll be back next week. Yeah!